I, I don't like to rule out the possibility no. that someone from Cats has heard, will hear this weird fucking show. I it's have... not outside the realm of possibility. Oh, not at all. The internet connects us all. Exactly. Like, and we're you, all on there. Right. And if you're name searching, you know, if you're if you're Taylor's people, if you're Idris's people, yes. it's not outside the realm. You, oh you think Andrew Lloyd Webber doesn't name search on Twitter? people ran this movie. Judy Dench? Dame <laughs> Judy Dench. Dame Judy Dench? Sir Ian McKellen, you think they don't get out the their Nokia and their name searching? You know, they they pull out the brick? You don't think that's happening? 100% Who the happening. fuck is he? Who is Ian McKellen? Yeah. Uh, Gus the Theater Cat. Oh my so God. he's going to sing an extended song about being an old, tired actor who never really made it, but still, like, uh, believes in the pomp and circumstance of a lifetime in the theater. Do cats have acting careers in this universe? In a... The, the rules of the cats universe are uh, dubious. Sometimes mm. you're like, okay, they are... So, like... Gus the theater cat was a cat, like like how there are dogs in Annie. Mm -hmm. Like the cat ran on stage, or they were like petting a cat throughout yeah, yeah, the yeah. show. But the it was not the cat was not the star of the right. show. Was not giving any dramatic monologues. Mm -hmm. But there are other times in Cats where you a cat talks about attending a restaurant in a in a top oh. hat and tails, yeah. and you're like, okay, but. Is there like a little table out back, lady in the right. tramp style? style, or or are you there? Were you or like is it a yeah. restaurant for cats? Like these these are the the uh, questions that I hope this movie is going to put to bed. I hope they don't answer them at all, <laughs> and I hope it remains. Or have we started? Uh, yeah, I it's okay. a it's a slow roll. We just start talking, and I then it. I'll do that. Yeah, I hope they don't answer them at all. Yeah, and I hope that it's literally just so many more questions because I feel like this. I hope it is actively contradictory. <laughs> yeah. I hope sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. I want the universe to. I want there to not even be a solid canon. I want the canon to be as fluid and weird as this fucking because it's like a phantasmagorical musical. It's a. It's an unhinged musical. Yeah. It is wild. It is completely Bonkers. different tonally and musically from moment to moment. And that is honestly kind of what makes it yeah. beautiful. I love that. And lasting. Is that it is it's bonkers. Yeah. It's bananas. True. And 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 that's what's made it I mean, you know, we're thirty five years on from Fucking the debut shit. of Cat No, we're almost forty years. Which was nineteen eighty one was when Cats debuted in London. We are almost forty years on from Cats. A lot of fucking musicals have come and gone in the last oh my God, 40 yeah. years. Yeah. We still talk about still cats. We still have cats. Did it do well in London? Like, did they very like well. it over there? They would. Yeah, they did. It's it's a very British show. Yeah. Uh, there are lots of, like, British street names and British locales that are yes. name dropped throughout the show. Um, and I feel like all the cats' names are uh, a li have a little bit of that British... Whimsy, that Harry yeah. Potter flavor, right? Where you can name a character Bomb Ballerina, and it's like, yes, of course, of in course. a British accent, that sounds normal. Bomb Ballerina, hey, Bomb Ballerina, I'm Taylor Swift. I'm practicing my British accent. Now hold the phone. You're telling me that Taylor's cat in this movie is British. That is that true? That is up to debate. Now she sings this song. 
Yes. Native British. This is podcast, the pod about cats. I'm your host, TV's Kevin Lanigan. With me uh, is a is a friend of mine. You know them from Word on the Straits. It's Joe McMahon. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm so happy to be here. We've been circling around this for a few months, yeah. and it's finally time for you to make it on the show. And I'm glad you could come and talk about beautiful ghosts. Me too. Uh, the song uh, lyrics by Taylor Swift, music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. <gasps> Oh yes, that it's makes a collabo. So, that makes so much more sense. It's a collabo. That makes so much sense. I had no yes. idea. Yeah, this is this is going to be oh, what a wild, strange trip this movie is going to be. Okay, like when the when the trailer came out, I reacted like the rest of the internet. Which let's just pause for a moment. <laughs> do we even have natural reactions to anything anymore, or do we just? It's all performative. Reactions. It's all performative reactions to what other people have already said before you logged onto Twitter. Uh huh. You show up on Twitter. There are opinions there, already. and you either decide that you share it. Or you do not. Or you vehemently disagree. And and the way that I know this is that because there is one every single week. There is something. And and it's often fucking nothing. Do you remember, it was last week, when Dakota Johnson went on Ellen and was like... See, and I was like, that's nothing. She was just like, Ellen, I did invite you to my birthday party. It was a non-event. It was a non-event. Whether or not you enjoyed the the shade, that's casual social shade. She did not call out Ellen. No, it was an episode of the Kardashians. Nothing happened, but there was light shade that is irrelevant, and the people who were involved probably forget about it right now. Right, and this past weekend it was Marriage Story, and it was like everyone had to have have a scalding hot take yeah. about Marriage Story, whether about it's like how none it's of us about have seen rich it. people. None of and us have like, seen that movie. I, I watched it. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. And I was like, this is a very well-made, very well-acted movie. Okay. It is in no way offensive. In no... It wasn't overacted, in your opinion. That's no, what I heard. No. Everyone shows the one scene where they're yelling at each other. Yeah. What they are removing is the context of, of, all of, that. of 70 minutes of them not yeah. yelling at each other. Yeah. And this is finally it when they yeah. just have a fucking, like, yell fight. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, like, it fixes things yeah. in a lot of ways. It, it's, a, it's a pivotal moment. Yeah, it where seems like the... The apex of the film. Right. It's a... Everything in front of it is leading up to that moment. Everything after it is coming down from it. So, of course, it memed. And so it memed, and then, like, fine, meme, do your thing, internet. Meme the shit out of Marriage Story. I guess. But, like, everyone has to have a deep thought... About it. About whether or not it's, like, good acting or bad acting. Everyone has to have an opinion and is like, oh, yeah, rich people getting divorced, so relatable. And I'm like... Can we not focus on the human drama a little bit? Also, it's like, that's the point of fucking art, too, is to, like, look at a story and relate to it, even though you might not be able to. Like we are doing with cats. Exactly. Bitch, we're not cats. No, I ain't a cat. I'm not a cat. And neither is Taylor, and neither is Idris, but they managed to put themselves into the role of cats. It's like, if people on Twitter could reach a little bit, that'd be great. Even but, a little bit. But bringing it back, when Cats, when the trailer first came out, mm-hmm. I was on the side of the opinions that were already there, which was, oh, this is the Uncanny Valley, this is going to be terrible, this is celebrity stunt casting, but since, honestly, you and other incredible artistes and tours <laughs> have, like, unpacked it further, I'm like, maybe this tech 
maybe I can get over the Uncanny Valley because it's not as bad as like Sonic. It doesn't look that bad. No, like I now absolutely I'm, not. Now I'm so ready and lit for this musical to come out. And I feel like we've had five months to get used to how these cats look. Yeah. Are you still not over it? Yeah. It's are you? Like, are we still not beyond? And the takes were dumb to begin with. For sure. They were dumb to begin with. Yes, as yeah. as takes always are. Yeah. Because they're unthought through immediate reactions yeah. with exclamation points at the end of them, mm-hmm. which are never going to be particularly thoughtful Forgotten or reasonable. Forgotten the next day. A hundred percent. It's just, again, more, more churn for these wheels of, of internet motion where now, you know, we blow through. It used to be, you know, something happened to a celebrity. Late night talk shows could run that joke. Oh, they'd be talking about Britney all week. four months. Yeah. yeah. You, they ran Britney shaved her head for a year. Yeah. Until, they, the, until 2010. Yes. Yeah. They kept yeah. running that joke. And now, if you're making a joke about Tuesday on Thursday, it's like, it's old news. Are you it's even like, alive? Why yeah. are you making jokes about Marriage Story? We did that already. I just... And Baby Yoda will soon join them. I'm sorry, everyone. Oh, uh, Baby yeah. Yoda will join. No, he will. It it's always the way of the world. happens. Yeah. You know, Baby Groot was the thing for a while. Yeah. And now, you know, the new baby comes along. We hate fucking Baby Groot. You know, we love Baby know. Yoda it's until like... the new baby. Yeah. There's always a new There's baby. There's a new baby. The There's always a new baby. There's always a new baby. Oh, God. Like, this whole thing, I just have so much Twitter on we lately. <sighs> It's sucks. 100% with you. I'm addicted. I'm addicted. 100%. And I have three accounts because I, like, shit persona, I guess. Like, I have mm-hmm. a drag persona, I have a regular persona, and then I have a podcast account. So I'm just, like, constantly looking at dumb... Anyway, anyway, let's talk about the song. Yes, let's let's talk about the song. Some context for you. Because sure. everyone's heard me talk about cats for now, as of listening to this... 21 hours if you've listened to every episode. Work. By the time this is done, it will be a full day of it. podcasts that anyone could listen to. I'm gonna uh, listen. The podcast challenge is to <laughs> listen to it for 24 hours straight. And then go see the movie? and Because <laughs> yeah. that's what I'm doing. And then go see the movie. Um, so it, what is your relationship, if any, with the Broadway musical Cats? I'm so happy you asked. Yay. In middle school... We were taken to see, I think, a touring production of Cats, or mm-hmm. it was a local like Pittsburgh production. Mm-hmm. But the costumes were nice. Like there was there was some money there. It was in the one of the good theaters downtown, right? But I remember being in like the sixth grade and being so freaked out that there were like sexy cat suit bitches in the audience in the beginning with lights on their faces. Yeah. I was like, oh no 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 <laughs> interactive theater. I was not ready. <laughs> This was, like, back when I was in Catholic middle school and still, in such a way, like, so naive. But Cats opened my eyes, I guess, a little bit to interactive theater? Sure. But... Yeah, you go right from Cats to Sleep No More. That's the trajectory. (laughs) Yeah. To avant-garde performance art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, but I am now... Like, halfway through that show, I was like, fuck this. Maybe it just wasn't a great production. And maybe I... It was some of it was lost on me, but I just remember like magic, M- Mr. Mustafa happening after this intermission, and I was like, 
girl, is this over yet? Like, because it was just like, like you said, the tone switches so much. Rapidly. And Magical Mr. Mistopheles. Am I saying that right? Ma- yeah, Magical Mr. Mistopheles. It's a late in the game show. It's a late We're in the game. almost done with cats at that point. It, yeah, it's so late and it's so peppy that it's just so annoying to me. Or it was that day. For sure. But, um, so after that, I was like... Oh, maybe I don't like the show, but then my f- best friend in high school loved the movie. He loved the movie and would okay. always make jokes about it. And that is like the extent of my relationship with cats. And that is okay. I'm gonna... But I'm very excited to see this production for all of the reasons, you know? For all of the pre-stated reasons, yeah. for all of the, the hype. And I feel like there are several trends that have come and they have gone in the last five months since the Cats trailer first debuted. Almost six months have gone by since the first Cats trailer debuted. Mm-hmm. And we never forgot it. We held on to oh, it. Oh, yeah. We were always talking about it. And I think people are... I think excited is the wrong word. Yeah. But they are anticipatory yeah. of Cats. And I know that it's become, like, my thing. And I know for a friend of the show, Matt Rain, it's become totally. his thing. Totally, totally. But... You and I were at a holiday party on Friday. Yeah. And everyone asked me about cats. Yeah. It was a constant topic of conversation. Yeah. Well, they know you. It's on your mind. Always. But also, it is also on their minds. Yes. Because they wouldn't have, you know, brought it up. They wouldn't have asked if they weren't interested. And it is such a weird... Like, I can't think of a lot of other shows like Cats, where everyone is in... Animal costumes, first off. Just yeah, that, that much costume. Yeah, that that level of costume in a, in a show. Like, obviously, every show has very, every show, very well done costumes, yeah. you know, and absolute heroes of the stage. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the costume designers and the wardrobe Oh, my people. God, yeah. But putting a bunch of guys in suits for how to succeed in business is very different than, than making whiskers. 25 people look like cats. Look like different cats. Look like... Distinct cats yeah. that reflect the personality, that allow the actor to move and perform with that level of physicality totally. necessary in cats. An unbelievable amount of work. An unbelievable amount of gymnastics, too. Like, the cat suits are... You have to be in a cat suit, like Mungo Jerry and Rumble Tiza. Like you can't do that in like a furry cat look. No, but I think some of the cats are furry, furrier than others. Yes, right? it, and it, you know it will depend on what show you go see. Yeah. Apparently, it depends on what trailer you watch because you know Ian McKellen comes out of that second trailer. He looking real fluffy. Yeah, he's a real furball. Uh-huh. Most of the other cats seem very short haired, streamlined. As if a naked human grew fur yeah, yeah. in a cat-like way. I saw a picture of um, James Corden and, oh my god, what's her name? Australian babe and a half. Rebel Wilson. Yes. I saw James Corden and Rebel Wilson like in the green morph suits like yes. on set. And I was like, yeah, that's that's it. But that's not too far off from a regular production of cats. You're wearing a morph suit. Yeah, you're you're wearing a morph suit with fur on it. So in in Mm -hmm. this instance, you're wearing a morph suit with little fucking ping pong balls all over it. Yeah. Um. Is it that different? Now we have litigated at length whether or not they should have just put people in fucking costumes. But it's too late. Now they they didn't. And we must now live in that reality. Speaking of something similar, Baby Yoda, did you hear about this? 
speaking of Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. Werner Herzog, who's in the show, I guess, was like... Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was yeah, like... I love Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh my god, that's good. I'm I can't get him. I'm such a fan and... of Baby Yoda. He reminds me that life is worth living. <laughs> I am good at accents. And... That was very good. And I can't mm. do him. Whatever, I'll work on it. That was great. You're too happy. <laughs> you, so. I do not have that pit of darkness no. inside no, you. No, I definitely from. have the pit of darkness. <laughs> okay. Like, it's there. Okay. I just need to channel my Herzog. <laughs> anyway, he was like, they were about to, like, do some reshoots mm-hmm. without... Because Baby Yoda is, like, a doll. Like, it's an animatronic. It's a puppet. It's a puppet. And it's got, like, robot parts in there that make his face go. And they were about to be like, okay, let's just do reshoots with a green screen little dude, like like a fucking tennis ball on a stick just in case we want to do CGI instead. And Werner Herzog was literally just like, you cowards! Like, <laughs> he was so obsessed with the puppet that he was just like, you cowards, this looks great. Yes. Don't be scared of this. Lean into it. Yes. But when you, have you seen The Mandalorian? No. I've seen, I, I, I've not seen The Mandalorian because no one has mentioned it's not good. anything about its quality beyond Baby Yoda. No, it's, it's not good. It's the only thing that people talk about. I'm not invested in it, but I watch it when my friends are watching it. Sure. But it's not a great show. Just, uh, there's like, the plot just doesn't go. Yeah. There, you can tell there's an overarching plot, but it's just mm-hmm. not. Proceeding. I need a little bit more episode by episode plot than yeah. most shows are giving me. I nowadays. need a monster of the week. Yes, give me. You know, I've been watching Lost and Buffy, and I'm like, yes, they told overarching stories, but every episode is interesting unto itself, and also a step in- towards the bigger plot. Right, and it's like, yes, we will advance this Spike and Drusilla plot, but Ugh. we, you know, they they're gonna fight a bunch of bugs first, yeah. and that's fine. And Drusilla's gonna. Say Say some funny, horrifying shit in the meantime. Yes, darling. I love her. I'm so weak. I love when she's weak and then gets just like mega powerful. It's right? like mm, so yes. good. I but I I think Baby Yoda yeah. is a testament to the the uh, power of practical effects. Yeah. This Thanksgiving, I watched Little Shop of Horrors for you know like oh the my umpteenth God. time or whatever. Yeah. And I've never seen, but I know a lot about. And to to watch. Audrey 2, which is a giant fucking puppet in action, is the most breathtaking yeah. thing you will ever see in a movie. Yes. Once you are old enough to like truly recognize like there are people in there making this happen, the amount of lip articulation yeah. and big bombastic movements mm-hmm. and, and personality that this thing has to express. The artistry is... And, and how they would do it at like one-tenth speed. So like all the yes. shit you see is like super sped up and it yes. looks exquisite. Yeah. And Baby Yoda is a testament to, to that. how good that shit looks. And it's sort of... It, Baby Yoda might be the antithesis of hmm. cats. Yeah. Because they went in the opposite digital direction, and Baby Yoda decided to play it practical. Am I just getting used to how the cats look? Yes. I think that's just what's happening. You've seen them for five months. Which is like... I mean, that's the way with everything, though. Like, Yeah. You can't just get used to it. But I wonder what it'll be like in, like... 10, 15 years when the CGI maybe does get just a little... Not that it's not great right now, Mm -hmm. but when it just gets a little bit better so that it is seamless. Yeah. If if there's, like, if there's a new aesthetic coming, that we... Are we, like, passing through the Uncanny Valley? 
Like, is that going to happen? Right. I uh, Because uh, James uh, Dean is going to be in a movie later. Next I know. Year. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Jay, they're just making fucking James Dean. I mean, it's been this slow trickle for years. You know, going back to Star Wars, they were reproducing, like, old Star Wars actors for oh, yeah. movies a few years ago. Mm-hmm. With, with uh, That was spooky uh, with uh, Carrie Peter Fisher. Cushing and, yeah, Carrie Fisher. And the technology was not there. Um, but... Then, oh my God. gradually, over just a few years, they figured out how to make Robert De Niro look 40 again. Yeah. They, over just a couple years, they could, in Captain Marvel, make a seamless recreation of 90s Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, shit. It is, it is seem The only thing that you can see through is that it's being played by a 70-year-old man, so it, like, runs <laughs> like a 70-year-old Love. man. But it looks is he seventy? Flawless, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's at least seventy. He looks great. Wow. Uh, it is unbelievable That's how good he looks. Up. The energy he brings to every part. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson, that. we do, we stand. No, we him. fucking stand. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I I don't know what I want, you know, because yeah. I love like Tim Burton was one of my favorite directors growing up, mm-hmm. and I feel like his career is emblematic of this as well a little bit because his early shit like the grittiness of like. Ed Wood. Ed Wood is literally about those weird props and like you know, like B movies. Watching Bella Lugosi wrestle a, a fucking an octopus, octopus in yeah. a pool of water. So I feel like Tim gets how amazing that is. Like he obviously knows that. And then fucking Batman. Like the sets yeah. and the props and shit on Batman was so beautiful looking. The stop motion in Beetlejuice is incredible. Corpse Bride is my favorite. And the stop motion in general is like the antithesis of fucking green screen. But then he totally flips and goes to Alice in Wonderland world. The most disgusting looking movie of all time. It looks like puke. I know. (laughs) It makes you want to puke. Yeah. And the... Because it just seems like there's like not enough difference in tone from the background and the foreground. It just looks like one... It's all muted. Yeah. And it it just looks like garbage. Yeah. I know it was 2010. I know we were like and figuring I watched all this that stuff movie out. Sometimes. I watched it in theaters. Yeah, I took. I made everybody. <laughs> it was my 16th birthday. I made everybody go. Yeah, I felt bad afterwards the, a little bit. The depressing thing about Tim Burton is that apparently that Alice in Wonderland thing is how he always wanted everything to look. Oh, really? But stop motion technology was just not there yet when he was making like Beetlejuice. Yeah. So in his ideal world. Everything Beetlejuice was. looks like fucking Alice in Wonderland. That's fucking And isn't nuts. that the most depressing thing you've ever... That's like, fucking nuts. It's, he's insane. He's if that like, is what he wants. He is like one of my faves. Yeah. That is nuts to me. It's bonkers. But I wonder... I didn't see Dumbo. Because mm, I've, I've given up. I didn't need to. I've no. like given up on Tim's green screen like ventures. Because oh, I'm like... But Dumbo, maybe at least, like, maybe the aesthetic is getting closer. I just need us to pass through the Uncanny Valley already. Like, right. the I mean, tech just needs to get there. Yeah, and it's not as if there isn't decades of bad physical effects. Oh, my know, God. Like, shitty props in yeah. old, terrible movies that yes. have no budget. But the problem with CGI is that it requires an incredible amount of money yeah. to make it look anything resembling good. And when it doesn't look good in real life, it looks campy, but when it doesn't look good in CG, it just looks weird and, like, not enjoyable. Like, it's not yeah. visually... It's not funny in the way that a physical prop is. A bad physical prop is infinitely better than middling CGI. Yeah. Because um, it's it, relatable. And it's real. Like, your, your brain goes, that's real. You yeah. know, you've heard the quote a hundred times, but, like... 
practical effects are using something that looks fake but feels real. Yeah. And CGI is something that looks real but feels fake. Yeah. Yeah. And you can tell. Yeah. So, like, you know, Baby Groot's got all the all the points of articulation. You know, I love Rocket Raccoon, but how is that stuff going to age as technology inevitably outpaces Gets better, it? Yeah. We'll never know. Well, well I, I guess know. we'll uh, have to live and find out. <sighs> I but, guess I'll live. But shall we talk about those beautiful ghosts? Would love to. So this is... Let me get my Ouija board. For the uninitiated, um, because it is a, a contemporary movie musical... Uh, in order to be nominated for an Academy Award, you <gasps> must write an original song. I forgot about that. That's uh, almost 100% why they did it. Yeah. In order to get nominated for an Academy Award, you have to write an original song. Yeah. That plays during the movie. You can't bury it three songs deep in the credits. It has to play during the movie. It can't be the first credit song. I think it can be the first credit song. Yeah. But it needs to be like a snippet directed by movie. Tom Hooper. And it needs to go like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but they decided to put it in the movie. It is a character's song. It is not Taylor Swift's character's song. Even oh, it's though not? She wrote, no, because she's Thank playing, oh playing Bomb Ballerina. This is the protagonist's song. Oh, my they God. They have given this to Victoria the White Cat, who in the stage musical is not the protagonist because Cats does not have a protagonist. Yeah, it's but, just like... But in the choice of making her the main character of the movie, they decided that she then needed a song slash... Tay wants an Oscar. Yeah. Um, and Itch. Andrew Lloyd Webber wants that Oscar. Yeah. So they Does so they have, have written this song. I don't think so. Yeah, I, he why, he doesn't he, do film scores. Yeah. Uh, as I'm not a Phantom expert. I would have to defer to other people. I don't think he wrote songs for Phantom. There's no way that movie won an Oscar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I love that movie. Oh, my God. I mean, what could it possibly... You I, know, uh, 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 I, Patrick Wilson holding a sword in a graveyard deserves an Academy Award. Not in, not in Best Actor category, just... An, an award unto itself. Yeah, sure. Uh, but Jared Butler ruined that entire film. Good God, he's terrible. It's so And good. I don't even need you to be, like, a great technical singer to be in a musical. No. But, like, he's nothing. Like, yeah. it's not good uh, in another way that makes yes. up for that. That is so interesting, though. Okay, I totally did not know that. So they're just going for the Oscar. They're going for the Oscar. They wrote an original song for Les Mis. You know, like, this is the thing you do now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To try and get... And guess what? Cats... Already the the awards buzz is it. You know, this song has been nominated for a Golden Globe. Shut up. Yeah, it's already been nominated for a Golden Globe. This movie is not even fucking out yet. It is a good song. Should I hold my breath? Do you Okay, so you like this song. I like the song. I'm not judging you. I just want to hear your opinion. Okay. You, you think it's it time. is a good song. It's time for us to dive in. I think it's a good song. I don't think Taylor can sing it at all. Okay. At all. I was just like, I want to hear, the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, if I hear a Broadway baby sing this song, mm. it's going to, I'm going to cry in the theater. Sure. But Taylor is just so breathy in this recording. And oh like, like, I need her to we sing from. We will talk endlessly you know about I mean? how Taylor Swift sounds in this recording. So breathy. And I like Taylor. Yeah. I, uh, 1989 is a great pop album. Obviously. I enjoyed Lover, even though, like, eh, you could cut six of those songs. Um, 
you know, I, I have not followed her religiously over the years in the same way that I've followed a Carly or a sure, Florence sure. or... or oh, literally my goddess. Oh, I, yeah. We worship uh, Florence Welsh. But I have enjoyed her enough over the years. Yeah. Um, and this is this is not it's not her for good her work this is not i know she wrote the lyrics um she cannot do this style of no. song it is not she needs what to, she is suited to i just wanted to be like breathe deeply taylor like breathe take a Di- big breath push. i know you had your diaphragm removed but like please put it back in for wait this show. what oh no that's a joke i, I was, was like, like okay because you never hear her like belt like oh my she God. is not a belt it singer. is so frustrating she is not because this song it, here is my hot take about please. this song it is literally exactly the same song as memory Yes. It is it fills exactly the same function, is about exactly the it's same like, thing. It progresses in exactly it's the, the same, same way. Chord progression. It is the same yes. fucking song. So we're gonna have to hear the same song two times in this movie. Yeah. And memory lives or dies by its singer being able to fucking Belt. push it. Yeah. To just in spite of what you felt about cats up to that point. The person playing Grizabella needs to fucking bring it yeah. home. And bring the same thing with beautiful ghosts. And Tay cannot bring it home. Oh my god, no. She absolutely cannot. You, you put this in the hands of Aaliyah Michelle. Bitch. <laughs> Watch Bitch. the fucking cake get made. Yes. And eaten. And Everybody will have and eat their cake. Yes, we yeah. can have our cake and we can eat it too if, if this is Leah Michelle. Yeah, but he, it ain't. When you said that Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote it and then she wrote the lyrics, that made so much sense to me because I was like, Taylor just listened to Memories and then fucking, you know, remixed it a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's ALW phoned in the music. Straight up. There is a nothing. Say what you will about Cats the Musical, but Cats has some very interesting, distinct, immediately recognizable score underneath it. The music is interesting. Mm -hmm. This is nothing. This is a... This is your hot take. This is nothing. This is a phoned-in version of memory by everyone involved. Go off. This, much like the movie, I think they were scrambling to get done by a deadline. Oh, was this movie? Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know anything about production. (gasps) Okay. So, and there is there is some uh, scuttlebutt out there that the cats have had a Sonic the Hedgehog style redesign. Mm, shut the fuck that up. they have that they that's the poor saps at the computer oh my God. have had to go back and like fix it. No way, that's true. While it's going, um, you know, and the difference being is that they did that with Sonic. And it's it's still an unconscionable amount of work, and I'm sure those people oh my were God. not paid nearly enough. Oh my! But I don't they even also think about bumped it. that fucking movie back four months to yeah. compensate. Cats deadline stayed Crimbus. right where it yeah. was. And let I'm just going to put this out there now. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie only received its MPAA rating last week. Shut up! It's PG. It only we we only found out the runtime. On Friday, two weeks before it comes no. out, tickets are, as of this recording uh, on December 10th, tickets are still not available on the island of Manhattan. Oh my god. This movie it's not done. ain't 
done. It's not done. With 11, with 10 days to go, this movie ain't done. Like... That's fucking nuts. Ian McKellen and Andrew Lloyd Webber both tweeted two days ago. They're like, finally saw Cats. I think it's pretty good. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) That they are like everyone in college. They are scrambling to get the term paper done by 11.59.59 and turn it in on Blackboard to their teacher. And I respect that. Like, I mean, in terms of like, that's how I do things. For sure. (laughs) Like, I am that procrastinator. For sure. But like, Sonic does look better. But it was one animated bitch. He's the only animation in that movie, if, yeah, I'm, if I, I'm right. I, to our knowledge, he is the only bitch. Yeah. But they're all in green screen suits in this movie. Like, 20 bitches. That would be terrible if they made them do that. Because, like I said, I'm used to how they look now. Right. Now if they change them to look more like the regular Sonic, I'm just going to be like, I wanted the weird <laughs> yeah, they cats. All, they all look like Sonic now. Like, um, we don't they, know what we want, and Hollywood just needs to spoon feed us whatever the fuck they want. And They just, need to stop listening to us, because yeah, they don't know what we want. None of us hoes know what they want. Twitter no. is the masses. That's what people don't understand. Yes. It's the mass hordes. Some of it is democratizing and amazing, and yeah. it, like... Everyone has a voice, but that also means you're hearing everyone. You know how many dummies are out there? Like A lot of dummies. Don't listen to people who have no taste about, like... Who are not going to go see your fucking movie yeah. anyway. Yeah, they're just fucking there to no. complain at something on, online that day. Yeah. Don't ruin so many, like, industry people's lives for a couple weeks leading up to Christmas just so this movie can maybe seem a little bit less uncanny valley. Yeah. That's I, so dumb. It's... it's, it's preposterous. It's not going to change the eventual box office, but I feel like the second trailer is probably a good idea of what we're going to yeah, get. Yeah, so yeah, it yeah. still looks approximately the yeah. same. They have not been drastically redesigned. Yeah. It still looks essentially the same, maybe a little cleaned up. Yeah. I will say it is a marked, like, it just feels less like they put people faces on a cat body yeah. and it feels more all blended in together just they, from one trailer to another they zoomed in on photoshop and really got in there yeah they really whatever. got in the blend tool mm-hmm. yeah, and like blend made tool. it work um okay we've circled around it yeah sorry it's time to talk about beautiful ghosts by taylor swift and andrew lloyd webber Here we go. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I forgot I was still playing Dead Kennedys. Nazi <laughs> punk. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh my. Follow me home. Already even. If you dare to. Okay. <laughs> like immediately. So we we are putting it out there that the, she is a rough and tumble cat. From the wrong side of the tracks. Can't, I live in the dangerous part of town. Can't catch a break. Can't I guess. catch a break. You don't walk around in my neighborhood without your keys between your fingers. Or your claws out. Your paws. Um, so it's not and it's so breathy. It's so breathy. It's I I don't think I've ever heard Tay be this breathy. She before. must have only taken one breath. <laughs> like, she was she just ran up a flight of stairs and was like, go, yeah. go, go. Get in the booth. I wouldn't know uh-huh. where to lead you. Oh my god. Like so she doesn't have a home. That's the positive. That's what we're putting yeah. out there in this uh, 
Tay, I love you in this middle school poetry assignment Literally. Uh, that you are giving me. It is you are you are an MCR fan doodling your own lyrics on your binder. <laughs> Shut up. Um, you it's it's not. I won't know where good. to lead you. I won't know where to lead you. Where would I even go? Should I take chances? Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> the whole thing is like you're alley cats. Like mm-hmm. none of you really have a home. Like we know that. Right. So That's this the is the whole premise of the musical. Uh huh. <laughs> this is the point where uh, Taylor, where we find out. That Taylor is swing- singing this song in a British accent. Oh my because god! Because she says chances. <laughs> Shit. She's. She's. I'm taking chances. Oh my god! And it's the she. She is quote unquote singing this song in a British accent, but in truth, she has figured out how to say three words in a British accent. Chances. Chances to lead to, uh, and oh and that god. is just what we're going to hear. She's but turning into Madonna. It is a high school British accent theater performance because most British people don't sing with a defined they, British accent. Yeah, they sound American when they sing. If you if you listen to the Beatles, they're not like, I want to hold your heart. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the Queen's English. Right. Yeah. They they don't. It's David Bowie does not sing cha-cha-cha-cha-changes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, my God. He sings the word says, how it's pronounced. Yeah. And and oh most God. most musicians, you could get by until you hear them speak, like not knowing that they're British. You yeah. don't know Adele is British until you know yeah. Adele is British. Literally. But she's like, no, I'm British. I have to sing with a British accent. Oh my God. Like Some she did that on her accent. latest album, no? Uh, yes, she did it on a on a on, a, on a track, London Boy, London Boy on yeah. Lover, which is uh, again is a... one mild rewrite from being a Lonely Island song in how much of a parody <laughs> oh of someone liking London it <gasps> is. There's a song in Pop Star the movie where he's like he's been to Spain and now he pronounces all the S's with a T H. Yes, that is what Taylor that is, is little, doing. Oh my god! And you know I love a London boy. I enjoy. Oh my god! Darling, I fancy you. Who greenlit that for her? Like who listened to that and was like, yes, yes, put it in there. This album needs to be 18 tracks long. Also, is that another song about Harry Styles? No, I assume. Is there I don't. Another I can't British boy keep she dated. Track of it. I don't even know. <sighs> what else? Chances. But no one took chances on me. So I watch from the dark, wait for my life to start with no beauty in my memory. All that I wanted. Oh my God. Is to be wanted. Oh, you can't rhyme wanted with wanted. Like, uh, it's re- illegal. It's illegal. Actually, She's going to jail. <laughs> She's going to jail for writing that lyric. That's disgusting. I don't mind so much. A lot of people rhyme words with the same word. It's just songs. it's part of it now. It's a lot. Rap has popularized it, and, and it I'm fine usually with works in most rap. And usually there's another rhyme going on somewhere else too. For sure. But literally, like, this song does... I understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to take, like, some of the vibe of memory so you get yeah. a little bit of taste of it. Like, so... And you can feel the building of this song. Like, it's trying to be so epic. But literally, it's her delivery. Like, it's her delivery. She cannot sell it. This is just not... She's not even trying. I don't know if she was told to do this or if she was, like, tired in the take or, like, what the fuck. Why didn't she at least try to belt? Can she just not? I have been, since you brought it up, I've been trying to think of any Taylor Swift song where she belts. 
I can't. I can't. I don't think she can sustain a note. I listened to all of Red today. Or yesterday. Because I I personally... You wanted to get in? Not a Taylor fan. Sure. I went to a concert once because my friend was like, I have an extra ticket. And I was like, okay, I'll go with you. I mean, I sang along to You Belong With Me because like... You belong with me. Okay, you know what? Maybe I'm a light... Stand my you're, you're maybe I'm a not, light fan. You're not in on the whole discography. Right. But the bops are the bops. And you, but you know... But even like... It's infectious. Right. But even beyond the bops, like, I like some of her songs. Like, the girl can write a love song, no matter... Like, she I can agree. write a song. I'm, there's no denying girl can write a song. 1989, mm-hmm. really good pop album. <sighs> Such a good, such a good, album. and one Red, of the best ones of the last few years. Red was really good too. I liked a lot mm-hmm. of songs on Red, but um, like literally, it's just her delivery on this. Like she should have amped it up. Anything, anything. We, we need you to play Broadway in yes. this. We need you. This song needs to have a moment like fucking Gaga in A Star Is Born. Yeah. The primal yell that just like makes the audience feel alive For inside, real. and it's completely lacking that. Too young to wander London streets alone and haunted. Haunted and wanted. Haunting. Haunting to nothing. At least, At least you, you have, have something. Something. I wonder if she's singing too. To cling to. She's got something. Two is the other one that she's. <laughs> she's got laryngitis. That's what she's got. Something to cling to. She's hacking up. You were a born hairball. with two functioning lungs, is what you were born yeah. with. Taylor, unfortunately, just the one. Just the one. Visions of dazzling rooms I'll never get let into. This is the lyric. This is the lyric that when I heard it, I was like, Taylor. I know that you are, tr- you're, you're not Taylor Swift right now. You're an alley cat or whatever, but I know you are Victoria the white cat. Right. There is not a dazzling room that you have not been in. Like I just don't believe it from her because she's yeah. not selling it. I still see the girl who is in every single dazzling room because yes. she's a fucking. Because mega- you're Taylor. I, yeah. There's a certain point when you just become too rich and too famous, and you just can't write songs about being down and out anymore. Yeah. It feels inauthentic. Uh, the the Green Day uh, parabola has wow. been crossed. Where Green Day is all Holy about like shit. fuck the man, fuck suburbia, you know, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But now they're forty and have been filthy rich for thirty years. Yeah. You are the man. Yeah. You can't sing about fucking the man anymore because you're him. You're the, you're man. the man, Billy Joel. It's the paradox of pop music. Or, like, yeah. all music, really. Because, like, yeah. most musicians struggle, struggle, struggle. Then, if you ever make it big time, everybody just calls you a sellout. Which must suck, but, like, how do you walk that line? It, it's, it's hard. so difficult to do. You need to... Especially if you're a fucking punk-ass band, like, Green Day. Like... You, you have to completely, m- m- like, change your sound. Because the same stuff that sounds cool and rebellious and rad when you're 20, yeah. it looks sad when you're 40. Yeah, totally. You just can't sing those same songs anymore. You can, like, sing them at the concert. But, like, the songs you write, you've got to figure out another yeah. angle. And the best musicians, the ones whose catalog lasts, are the ones who can that transform. change that way. Yeah. Who can transform. Who yeah. can do a Paul McCartney and it's like, uh, you know, it, you go from I want to hold your hand to maybe I'm amazed, yeah. which is like a love song about being in a relationship for a long time and how, you know, your spouse continues to amaze and impress yeah. you over time. You have to be able to change 
Make it real. And maybe your audience will change. Like almost Surely definitely. your audience grows with you. Yeah. Surely the, you know, twenty year olds are not going to the Rolling Stones concert. It's the people that went to the Rolling Stones concert yeah. when they were twenty. I would go to a Stones concert. Though. Yeah, if someone yeah, I would go. Okay, but no, go ahead, sorry. No, it's okay. I, I'm just like I understand she's trying to write from this perspective of this down and out cat, but I just she's not selling it. She's, she's not, not selling, selling it. And we come back to it, it's the performance. It's the performance. She's not killing it. And she's not singing the song in the movie. So <sighs> thank goodness. Memory again. The second time memories. she says the word memory. It's just obvious. It's like she knows. But at least you have beautiful ghosts. Does that mean like in the same way you say like you'll leave a beautiful corpse? Wow, beautiful corpse. I forgot about that phrase. To me it's like it's like There's a yeah. The, to me, it's a, like um, it's a it's a nice image of beautiful ghost. Like she's just jealous of how you have something to live for because at least, at least if you're at least if they're gone now, you at least had some. At least it's better the to memories that you're left lost. with are nice memories right. as opposed to me who has never had good memories. Right. Me being her, I'm yeah. not saying that I myself. Of course, of course, memories. nothing but good memories. <sighs> Only the good memories. <laughs> Those are the only ones I keep around, you know. I try. <laughs> like, turn it down. She's like sharp. She's sharp. She doesn't have the meter. She's lagging. She's dragging behind the. You think they yeah. would have like done a second take? I can't wait to hear the other bitch sing this song. I want to know what's going to happen there. Because it's not a technically extremely difficult song. No. But this, this recording of it just feels like they reorchestrated her demo. Yeah. It feels like she laid down a demo and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, just bring in Pro Tools. We'll fix that. Yeah. And they were like, let's just put all the orchestra below it. Yeah. The first take she did. This is something that annoys me about someone, as someone who's listened to a, stop playing, um, who has, who has pl listened to a tremendous amount of Cats in the oh, last five months, yeah. is that in a, in a song in Cats, every verse is weird and different than the last and will unveil some new and different and strange corner of this Cats yeah. life that you did not previously know. This song could be from anything, about Yo. anything. This song has nothing to do with the cat that it is about. You know, in, in, a, in fucking Skimbleshanks, the railway cat, every verse tells you some new interesting story yeah. about Skimbleshanks. This song, it, it, uh, you know what I was listening, or when I was listening to it earlier, you know what I felt and thought? I was like, it builds and it sounds like it's building to something and it never goes anywhere. By the end of the song, nothing there isn't really there's a little bit of a resolution there's a little bit of like a a maybe um a long big belt but like a she can't do it i want to hear the other girl do it but yeah. it's not as swelling and as epic as memory is no. but like whatever and, and memory which is not a song that i'm crazy about in general oh i like that but song. at the end of memory you're like right I get why this was here. I am I, I understand its emotional purpose mm -hmm. in the story, and I probably listened to a good singer do it. And this song I don't feel the same way about. Yeah. I don't understand its purpose. Yeah. Why? I don't understand its... And we haven't seen the movie. You know, yeah. maybe it will have a wonderful place in the story, and, and Francesca Hayward will absolutely knock it out of the park. Yeah. Who knows? Because I don't hate it. I just 
hate Taylor. <laughs> I hate what she's doing with taking chances on chances writing songs. Oh, I lo- I'm a cat. I love a biscuit. My new conspiracy theory is that she did not write these lyrics for this movie. This was a notebook she had lying around, and she's like, yeah, 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 cat, cat, cat. Well, she's got millions of those. For sure. She has fucking moleskins everywhere. Oh my god, she's shitting moleskins. And I love that. Girl can write a song. For sure. But Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote this song. Like, this is this not is, a delivery. This is every... This is also every 80s Disney animated movie. T. Has has a song that does this Heart exactly. Heart the mm-hmm. Right? Every single one ha- out there. You know, like, it's... It, yeah. She has, like, vocal fry, too, which, like, girl. Oh, like, I'm vocal- a fan of vocal fry. I have yeah. a ton. But, like, you gotta, like, project. Like, I don't even... It's like Finish lo- your phrases. And she does this thing... That she does on all of her songs now. I don't know when she learned it, but she does this like, yeah, like a uh, thing that is an. Uh, it's a classic pop music thing. that I like in a meal. Yeah, I am an architect. I'm drawing up the plants, uh, and now she does it. It's she like, does it. It's all like at one point time. a dog like bit her on the back heel, and she went, yep, and Yo. then she's like, hey, wait a minute, that sounded fucking hey, great. Let's keep that. That sounded fucking great. I just hear my high school choir teacher in my mind right now, like critiquing the fuck out of us. She's getting caught in the consonants. She's enunciating them too much. Okay, so she's found community within the cats. Yeah. With them, I have something. Something to cling to. Why is it halfway between staccato and legato? Like, I need her to hold these notes. <laughs> she is picking them up and dropping them as soon as she picks them up. It's, yeah. She's almost speaking. She's almost speaking. She might as well. Yeah, this is a real Rex Harrison fucking performance from Taylor Swift. This this talk singing, it's it's not... It's not working. It's not working. It's not working. And I have listened to this song now like seven times today. Yeah. And it's wild. And it's free. <laughs> and the memories were lost long ago. So I'll dance with Dance. Dance. Dance magic dance. Dance. Just dance magic dance. I she can't believe they like think this is going to win an Oscar. So I can't believe that's what they thought. I need that to be two steps up. She's sharp. Yeah. She she does not nail the ending. She's been sharp the whole time. I need yeah. that to be up a third, actually. She... <laughs> I needed that note to be up a third. Yeah. And she is sharp. She's sharp. And not in a good way. No, not in a fun way. She's just a little... It's just... No. It's just off. And I I thought, Tay and Andrew Lloyd Webber, shoe-ins for the Oscar. Until I heard this song. Oh, I until I heard Beyonce's song, Spirit, from The Lion King. And I was like, oh, this is going to win the Oscar. Oh, I didn't... I have not uh, seen or heard The Lion King, I'm afraid. Well, 
the new one. I kinda, right. I kind of no, totally. did, did a dumbo around it. Was Talk about, not interested. It's an, it's an entirely the same scenario. It's yes. like all animals and they look boring, but They fake. look boring and brown. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, shout out to the Golden Globes. You fucked it up a lot this year, but yeah. you did nominate The Lion King for Best Animated Movie, which is something that Disney hates. That's uh, so, so funny. Yeah, because they, they kept calling it like the live action It Lion is King. entire. That's, that's it's all in literal a pewter. Misnomer. It's all in a pewter. Yeah, it's never been a real person on screen, actually. It's all fabricated. Yeah, 100%. But the Beyonce album for that movie is really cool. There's a whole album. Yeah, she... Oh my god, you don't know about this album? No. Wait, should we take... No, let's finish. I've been too immersed in... Ca- I mean, this We've got 20 is... seconds left okay. in Beautiful Ghost. Let's listen, and then I'll talk about that. Oh my god. That was it. That was just a fade out. Never yeah, mind. it was just... It's a, it's a, a. It was a fade out and one last... Beyonce wrote an entire album with, like, a ton of African artists. Oh. And, like, some, some of the songs she's not even on, it's just, like, different African artists from all around. And it's, like, inspired by The Lion King, mm-hmm. inspired by... Like fucking wildlife. All Does she shit. do any sick covers? No sick covers. Wow. They're all original songs. Wow. She has this song called Mood Forever with Jay Z that I'm surprised. It went number two. I'm surprised it didn't go number one. It's all really right. good. But there is a um the song that she wrote that is definitely gonna gun for the Oscars called Spirit. And the fucking chord progressions on that song are unlike anything I've ever fucking heard. Like the layered vocals. There's like and the music video, like, it, it's just, it's my pick. It's wild. We're already off to a better, more distinct and yeah. interesting start. Like, so music, like, they took a risk. It's for sure they There is no chances were taken in the actual writing of Beautiful Ghost. Absolutely. It is the most... It's memories It is the simplest, down. most boring piano, the simplest, most boring strings behind the piano. Yeah. It is the least interesting vocals singing the least interesting words. Yeah, it's already way better. It's so good. And, like, the music video, there's, like, 40 backup dancers in the desert. They're all wearing blue. Beyonce's wearing, like, a 30-foot-long dress. It's dope. That's very cool. Yeah. So I would, like, that is my pick. Okay. For the... the, I don't honestly know... Oh, Frozen 2 did come out. Holy that. shit, I guess it did. Frozen 2 did come Did you out see this that? Year. No. I Me neither. I listen, you know, <laughs> I saw the first Frozen 6 years ago. I yeah, liked it. Uh, it's not really for me, but I liked yeah. it. Uh and I, I I decided that wasn't one I needed to check out. No. no. <laughs> Somebody fine. texted me and they were like, "Do you want to go see Frozen 2?" and I was like, "Absolutely not no, right I now." I don't actually. I don't, but and that's okay. It was really fine. Like I'm uh, my thing was, like, if Elsa didn't marry a lady in this movie, I was never going to see it. And yeah, I she heard that she didn't, so I really didn't care. Definitely did not. That is a similar pledge to mine, uh, where if Marvel Comics ever finally allows Kitty Pride to canonically kiss a woman, I will get a tattoo on my body. You fucking but would. they have not done it yet. She used to be my fave before, like, Jean was my fave. Oh, Jean... Is so very good. Oh my god, she's everything. Yeah. How'd you like uh, oh, X-Men Red? Oh my god, <laughs> X-Men Red 
It changed my fucking. It changed the fucking game. It it's a it's a fucking game changer. It was so good. It is an excellent twelve issue series. It was uh, so everyone good. should check it out. It's yeah. really well written and hopeful, and every issue well like, makes me tear up in yes. an interesting way. Yeah, the art's incredible on every fucking issue. And like the sci fi story is a new one. Yes. It is a new story. And it hits at issues prevalent to today yeah. about all this like false hate and the social media on we news that is bringing about this these Post hatred truth. and these groups that don't uh, necessarily deserve it and it's about uh, bringing unity through peace and togetherness in the face of uh, an unstoppable evil that controls everything a psychic unknowable force like yeah. causing prejudice in people it was so fucking cool fucking rules and you know what I love the most because Jean's character has always been so connected to the phoenix that she was disconnected from it for the first time ever for the first time since fucking 1975. Such a good idea. So fucking dope. We're done with it, and now she's finally her own character. And, and she rules so hard. Even more powerful. Yes. Which doesn't make any sense, but is also does make sense, because she maybe learned... From she, being the Phoenix, for she so understands long? her own power better mm -hmm. uh, than she ever would have with all of this false nonsense thrust upon her yeah. by these forces she didn't elect or or understand. Wow, we um, are speaking so highly of a fictional character, <laughs> and we just shat on Taylor Swift for twenty minutes. Who, who is, is a legend? Yeah. a legend. Yeah. Who is inarguably <laughs> one of the most powerful people who has ever been in the entertainment industry? Oh my god. Um, um, a, 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 no matter what you think about her or her music or how you vote, you must admire the hustle. Yeah, <laughs> You must at least. admire the game. Uh, you... I can critique her for her weird role in fucking pop culture for the past decade. Yeah. I think, she, like, recently with Lover, like, my main gripe with her was just, like, she invited every drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race on stage ten years too late. Right. Like, why is Where she only an ally right fucking now? Right. I mean, do you remember, it was, you know, we're recording this at the end of 2019. Do you remember one year ago when she was finally like, oh, this, she didn't say it by name. She yeah. was like, oh, this Trump guy. I don't, I don't think I oh stand God, by yeah. what he's going for. When before. And then, and then, you know, wherever, I don't know her home state. but when Pennsylvania. She, Pennsylvania, really? Yes. Yeah. When she was like, oh, you know what? I think it's time that like young people, you get out and vote against these things that are like encroaching on our rights that are objectively terrible. And then uh, every teen girl in the entire state of Pennsylvania registered to vote that day. Like, you know, bitch. it was unbelievable. Yeah, I know. And where was that power when we needed you, yeah. Taylor? You've been sitting out the fight for how long? And it's like great that you're showing up now. Our culture is so weird, though. Our culture is so weird that Taylor Swift <laughs> performed at Stonewall on Stonewall. Ew, ew, I remember that. That I was there. fucking oh. balls on this one. I know. When I found out about that, I was livid. And she performed that new fucking song. That's not even good. If it was Absolutely like a not. bop, like if it could, she should have written a song that would play in a gay club. Because some of her songs do play in gay clubs. Yeah. But her gay anthem, you will never hear in a fucking gay bar. It's the most forgettable I already, like, cannot yeah. recall It's it. a bad song. And it, the, the, I don't know if they asked her or if she asked them. To do the Stonewall game? To, to do the Stonewall on the anniversary of Stonewall. I think Jessica Tyler Ferguson just, literally just brought her there. That's... I think that's what happened. It's possible. Yeah. It could be. But... 
as I am a uh, bisexual man, a member of the Go community, off. but I would never perform at Stonewall on Stonewall on because the- I don't consider myself a good enough ally to the community. Like, I am a participant in it. I am not an important enough. Uh, I have not done the fucking work to ever perform on that stage. I, I have about not that. earned it. You, have, you, don't, you don't know about this. Here's the thing. On the 50th anniversary mm-hmm. of the Stonewall riots, yeah. probably not. But... Stonewall on any other day is kind of just a sleazy bar like sure. everywhere else. Yeah, that's that's fair. You know but what I mean? certainly on the anniversary... On the 50th anniversary of the Stonewall Riot, I would, fuck no. You could not... No. I'm like, no, you have to get somebody else to do this. I, I, I would right. not in good conscience right. make myself the face of this day... But that is why Taylor Swift is phenomenally successful, and I and I cannot be. I cannot, yeah. I will not put my ego in that room. And you know she I mean? is like, I can't tell if she can't be that unaware about her ego though. Like she has to know. She has to know because there are people yelling about it all the time. But on the 50th anniversary of Stonewall, I was outside of Stonewall at this weird like corporate pride concert. Yeah, because my friend texted me like, hey. There's a free Lady Gaga and Alicia Keys concert outside Stonewall if you can get here by 9 a.m. or whatever. And I was like, bitch, I'm I'm out the door. I'm yeah. out the door. So I ran down there. I got a... Some dude with a lanyard handed me a QR code on a piece of paper that was a ticket. And I was like, okay. And it was the weirdest thing ever, but it was... I couldn't... Because, like, Gaga was there, and she feels similarly. Even though she's one of the best pop star fucking allies. Like, she's actually done work. She's been in the fucking game since, like, 2009. And she has always been... Stephanie has stepped up for us. She helped repeal Don't Ask, Don't Tell. Like, she can hang. Germanata has put in the time. And Germanata put in the work, and even (laughs) she was humble on that day. 100%. Humble pie. Didn't even feel like... This was for her. Meanwhile, she's a fucking New Yorker who's, you know, a fucking gay icon. A legend. And she was like, this is not for me. This is for you kids. Yes. And she screamed to the crowd, what is your pronoun? It was hilarious. It was amazing. Uh, and then Whoopi was there. Alicia Keys gave a whole show. Bob the Drag Queen was there. It was good, but it was also like... Pride this year was mega corporate. And Taylor, I felt like, was a part of that. Oh, Taylor is uh, a a bad part of that. Again, there is going to be a fascinating fucking book one day written about Taylor Swift. Yo. Um, And I am going to pre-order it and read the shit out of it. Because it is undeniably a fascinating figure in pop culture. That she has attached herself to this movie is baffling for any number of reasons. She does not do movies. I was going to say... This is like her second fucking movie. What is her first movie? Valentine's Day. Right. With ta- with the other Taylors. Right. Playing Taylor herself. Lautner. Right. Basically playing, you know, they're they're dating in the movie. They were dating in real life. They do look like twins. You cannot unmake oh that my from my God. mind. They look so similar. Um, they She does not do movies. And she tried to get into Les Mis. She was almost oh, yeah. in Les Mis. Because I was going to say, is she... She a- almost sang On My Own, which would have been its own fucking uh, weird... I didn't like Les Mis. Mostly because of Russell Crowe and how long it was. <laughs> but it's like... You're not wrong. And I like Anne Hathaway. Love like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Stan Hathaway. Stan Hathaway. But girl, I appreciated the acting, but I came to hear I Dreamed a Dream. I did not 
come here and pay $10 to see this movie to hear you cry through I Dreamed a Dream. For sure. I know it's a sad song. I know the words. The lyrics are sad. It we saw a whole bunch of scenes where you... <laughs> where your daughter... You have to sell your hair for your daughter. Like, I know it's sad. It. I know it's sad. I came here to hear you sing. Uh-huh. Like, maybe she doesn't know the words and she, she just cried through them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like, I appreciate the acting. If she won something for it, great. She but won like, a Best Supporting Actress. Bitch, I... For essentially that one scene. That yeah. is one of those musical moments that it's like, yeah, yeah, this is the one that... that won it for But you. she didn't do well. Right. Uh, this is... For I Dreamed a Dream, she didn't built it like I need someone to. Right. They definitely recontextualized it. I think... I'm I'm curious if there's going to be a performance like that in Cats. Yeah. Like, I think that the acting shoe-in is either Judy or Ian. What about Jennifer? Oh, shit. Yeah, because Jennifer basically she's gonna won sing the memory. same thing for Dreamgirls. Right, yeah. and then she's going to come in and sing Memory. Yeah, forget But it. that's kind of her only thing. That's her move. And is she, Memory. Yeah. Um, oh, I mean that character. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's her only... That's like, her only song. She shows up like two or three times, and she sings Memory like twice. Yeah. Like, she literally sings Memory two times. Wow. Um, now I, times. I assume that they've cut it down to one. Yeah. I, I, I think because With Beautiful Cats, Ghosts, if they sing Memory twice, it'll just be three of the same songs. Cats is a, a very long show, and the movie is under two hours, which means they have cut fucking songs left and right. Damn. This is a massacre of songs left on the cutting room floor. What songs and do you think won't be in it? Oh, I mean, if we... There is are... the soundtrack even done? Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, know. why isn't it out yet? So, like, McCavity's gonna be in it. Uh, old Deuteronomy, Gus the Theater Cat, Memory. If they cut, uh, they definitely... Jones, Rum Tum Tugger, and, like, Mr. Mistopheles. I think those are... And Beautiful Ghosts. I think those are our eight guarantees. They definitely... Anything else it could have been cut, and yeah. I would not be surprised. They definitely cut Mungo Jerry Rumpeltiza. Oh, I don't... Mm. They definitely did. What even is their song called? Mungo Jerry yeah, Rumpeltiza. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they didn't cast Famos as Mungo Jerry and Rumpelteaser, which does not bode well for those two characters. Oh, they're just Any nobodies. Any of the Famos have a song. Yeah. They, they oh, Bomb Ballerina is going to have her song, because yeah. that's Taylor. Like, the all of the Famos are going to have a song. Anyone you haven't heard of is not going to have a song. That is my prediction as of this moment, because this movie is under two. No musicals are yeah. under two. That is preposterous yeah, that's that it is under two. It's probably because it, it was so expensive to make with all the CGI and shit. It's probably true. Uh, but yeah, they went through this thing with a fucking machete. There, they, there are tracks on the cutting room floor. It'll probably place. help. I think so. I, I think, think it would help. I uh, think it's the right choice. Yeah, definitely the right choice, because that would just drag. It'd be like Magical Mr. Mistopheles in hour three, and you'd be like, get me out of the theater. Stop singing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Please stop. But the fact that she tried to be in Les Mis, she wanted this so bad. And she then her agent so was like, bad. do you want to be in Cats? And she was like, fuck yeah, sure. Just get me in. I think she really likes the idea of doing a Broadway show. I think she is, I have done no research in this regard. I think she is a high school theater kid. Mm. And I think that that is evident in this performance of Beautiful Ghost, wow. where she sings it like the uh, she's senior that got the, the lead, yeah. and she is going to fucking, she's got My Fair Lady, and she's going to sing in a British accent. Oh my god. Uh, she's, oh my got, god. she's got Sound of Music, and she's going to sing like this. Yeah. Um, it's... It's it, it reeks of it. Yeah. Um, because Taylor Swift has done one movie and one episode of New Girl oh and God. like not even like fucking animated movies. Yeah. Like nothing. 
think. Yeah. She does not do movies. And now she's gunning for an Oscar. It's like, girl, that's not how it works. She's she's going for that EGOT. Like, she's fucking aiming for it. And I within two years, we will get an announcement that she is doing a Broadway album. That she is doing, like how Sarah Bareilles did Waitress, like how Ingrid Michaelson is doing The Notebook. You think she's we are going to? Show. I think she is going to write a Broadway show to go for that fucking EGOT. I think it is inevitable. I was, and it's going to be an adaptation of some movie that she likes. I was hearing recently, like, there's... Because that trend is so big on Broadway right now. Just get a pop star to either use all of their songs and write a jukebox musical or just get a pop star to write a musical. Yeah, they're uh, trying to put up a Michael Jackson one right now. Yo, which is, uh, read just, the room? It's just a bad idea. It's just a bad idea. Have you heard about the crazy Michael Jackson movie that's told from the perspective of his glove? Yes. It sounds fucking bonkers. We shouldn't even give it the time of day. It sounds I, I, literally I, insane. You, 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 don't fuck around with people's trauma like yeah, this. Yeah, just fuck that shit. Oh my god. Ugh. It's disastrous. Well, uh, so uh, the, the second question I have to ask sure. every guest, uh, I don't know if you're an Oscars kind of, kind of person. Are Love. you, do you, you follow those Oscars, yeah, those Academy Awards? When I was a kid, I would just like, I love, I love the glamour. Now I For love the sure. fashion, but also, Film the brightest the night in Hollywood. Oh you know, God. like it's a, it's a it's a glitzy three hour ceremony. I love Four it all. Hour ceremony. I love being it all. Generous. Yeah. Um. So we haven't seen the movie. Oscar predictions. What are you thinking? Noms and wins. For, I want to hear it. For, for cats, cats or for everything? For cats. Oh my God. I don't think. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know if it'll okay. even. Maybe it'll get nommed. Like maybe certain people will get nommed. But I need to know. Like, def- is the new girl going to get nommed? Like, the non-famo... Right. Is Francesca Hayward going to get... This is her big debut performance. She's was got she... a big song by Taylor Swift. Is she a Broadway baby? She's a dancer. She's a she's a famous, like, you know, uh, high-caliber, world-class ballet dancer. Yeah. And that they've, they've put her in the central role in Cats. She is the one on the poster yeah. and the artwork for this podcast. Um, Go on. Yeah. We, we'll... Um, we'll have to see. I mean, there are two kinds of folks walking in this room. There are people that think that Cats uh-huh. is going to make a ton of Oscars. Now, those are not uh, uh, very many, but they are passionate. And then there are people that are like, nothing. I maybe s- best song, yeah. maybe sound mixing, nothing. Wow. I think we are going to be surprised, and this is going to get like eight noms. I think I could see that universe. I could see both. Eight noms, two wins. In my, like, um, if I was like looking at all possible futures in my, like, mm-hmm. psychic vision right now, yeah. I see parallel universes where there are tons of noms and none. Like, yeah. zilch is out of nothing. I think it really comes down to the edit. I think it's the same thing with box office. I think it's either going to make a shocking amount of money, Greatest Showman style, yeah. or no money at all. I think it'll make a fuck ton of money. I think so, too. Because the buzz is so weird. Even if it's even if it got bad buzz in the beginning, the buzz isn't that bad anymore. Curiosity's going to get people out to the theater. And it's going to kill and those it's cats. it's going to kill that cat. Um, this is one you can probably convince Grandma to go see oh, on yeah. Christmas. You know, this is... The PG of it all, too. PG, you can bring the whole family. And obviously, like, Star Wars is out. So opening the same day, opposite cast. A bold move, Star Wars. Uh, Honestly, I'm sick of Star Wars. Not sick of Star Wars. I love Star Wars. No, I'm pretty sick of Star Wars. But there's so fucking many at this point. It's like, there's not even that many Harry Potters. Like, we don't need this. We're officially far beyond how many Harry Potters there are. Yeah, like, 
Dude. But I could see, yes, some sound Oscars. 100%. A um, visual effects Oscar. If that's a, even a... Yeah, that's a okay. thing. Yeah, that's a huge oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, I think that's a definite nom. I think that's going to get made fun of to death. I think it's a hundred percent going to happen. It'll be better than the editing of Bohemian Rhapsody winning, though. Oh, you know what I mean? And I don't even see that one either. God. <laughs> with oh. the with the Golden Globes noms coming out this week too, it's like we've been talking about how shitty this whole system is. Yeah. And like, of the noms and like, it's weird. I don't know if it'll be like. Is it a is it a thing where we need to just even get more people, a more diverse academy, and then it'll actually be the best art wins, and the academy is still just like some white bread bullshit, like old dudes making yeah. all the calls, like they're. That is a big. Part is that of it. still it? That and is a will big it part change? of it. The other part of it is is the 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 way that the votes are tabulated. It is. The, uh, the, the, you turn in a ranked list of like, here's the 10 movies that should be nominated, or here's the 10 movies that should win in, in order of preference. And the winner is not the one that got the most number ones. The winner is the one that showed up the most number of times. Oh, wow. Uh, so that is how you get a green book. Yeah. As opposed to a more... Um, divisive movie that some people love intensely and some people don't feel anything about, you get the middling middle option of, well, the most people said, yeah, this is fine. And that is traditionally how it happens. I think the Oscars love Tom Hooper. King Speech. Oscars at the Wazoo. Oh, yeah. Les Mis. Noms everywhere. Danish Girl. Noms everywhere. Yeah, fuck. I think the streak is going to keep going. I think Best Director, Best Picture... It's going to shock the world. It's going to happen. I'm going to say... You are here for Best Picture? I think so. A Best Picture nom? They have 10 spots. It's going to get nominated. Um, Because that sizzle reel will just pay 100%. I think Jen Hudson's a shoe-in nominee. I think Jen Hudson could, yeah, get nommed. A shoe-in nominee, if not winner. (laughs) Jen, you know, I I call her Jen. I think Ian McKellen, and I only say that because he has never won... Oh, the wow. Academy loves giving out those, like, you've been around forever, it's time we gave you this Golden Oscar, boy, almost statue. as just like a thank you yeah. more than for this actual performance. And he is another Academy bait where he is playing an old showbiz star near the end of his life. Wow. I think Ian has better odds than everyone but me seems to be giving him. No, I just don't know a lot about his character. Like, I can't remember. Gus the Theater Cat. And like, look out for him. If it's a bigger role, then yeah, why not? I think he's a one scene wonder. I think he's like Anne and Les Mis uh, or Judy in Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, come in for ten minutes, knock it out of the park. Bada bing, bada boom. I mean, himself an Oscar. I mean, he could do that in an afternoon. Like, that's he's what just I'm saying. Such a fucking pro. Yeah, hundred percent. I see that. I could see that. Yeah. When has good art ever been the one that no one argues about, though? Right? It's like. Like, the best art is always the one that people feel divisive about, that people either love or they hate. Obviously. Because it went for something. Yes, at all. Yes, because it tried. And that's how I felt, you know, I tried to get uh, certain people in my life to, like, go see Jojo Rabbit this year. Yeah, this yeah, fall, yeah. Which I loved. And some people are not hot on. They're yeah. like, I didn't get it. I didn't think it went for this enough. And people are like, I don't want to go see that. Like, the reviews were pretty divisive. And I'm like, no, good. 
because that means it had a specific vision in mind. And yeah. that is not going to vibe with everybody. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's going to mean so much more because it was felt so thoroughly and so strongly. Either way. A- either way. And I and I think a big reaction one way or another will always be better than a middling reaction. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And cats... Oh, it's already getting. You're so right. You're (laughs) so right. It is already so. It's making people so happy and so miserable. I'm so fucking excited to see this movie. Honestly, me too. Cannot wait. We are like a week and a half away from seeing Cats, and I am losing my fucking. Yeah, I can't even imagine. I am so. excited to see this movie finally should i should definitely watch the because i've never seen the og movie oh like the 90s video yeah should i watch that one don't watch it before don't watch it before because then you'll be like fucking tired of cats (laughs) because that videotape goes on and on and on yeah yeah um yeah watch the movie and then if you're like i want to see what this is it is very interesting in like a theatrical perspective so it's one of those like it's a eighties recorded. Oh, I love those. Yes, it's a filmed performance. It's not a full on like, movie movie. Got it. Got it. Got it. Uh, great. So we are nearing the end of our time. Uh, where can the good people find you and your work oh if they God. want to seek you out? I love it. Hello, good people. You can find me at Queervo Queen on Twitter and Instagram. And I host a podcast, yeah, which you've been on. One of my faves. It was mega fun. It's called Word on the Straits. We unpack straight culture. We being me and my co-host at Sam Stanish. Who's also been on the show. Yeah. But you can follow that podcast at Word on the Straits, spelled S-T-R-8-S. Because, you know, it was too long for it. It's cute. It's cute. But that's where you can find me. Absolutely. Uh, Let's see. As always, uh, check out the other shows, uh, the Puffin Publishing Podcast, an improv and sketch comedy show. Check out uh, Jan Jive Action Nerds, a tabletop uh, RPG show. Uh, check out uh, uh, tvskevin.substack.com. That's where you can find all my fiction writing, Ooh. including uh, The Cola Wars, a series of short stories about the bloody conflict between Coke and Pepsi. Oh, my God. Uh, check out, uh, we just had the third anniversary of my web series, Doomed to You, which I'm still very proud of, a five-episode romantic comedy comedy about two terrible people who should not be together uh and uh go see cats in theaters december 20th the people are hearing this two days after cats (gasps) comes out shit they are they so by the time listener that you're hearing this i will have seen cats i'm so i'm schwitzing and and the we will have a big round table review coming to you this time next week thank fucking god uh where we're just gonna get a bunch of comedians in a room and yell about cats for three hours oh my god get ready uh but this is it this is the last one before we like it is it is in all likelihood that people listening to this have seen Cats. That's wild. And That's I wild. I can't wait to live in that world. And I I'm, can't wait to live in that world. <laughs> I'm so thankful that you brought me on for this like for this Taylor song. I feel like I I hope that I brought like You felt a like the right person to bring on for this. Thank um, you. So until next time, when I will have seen cats, <laughs> this has been Yvon Cats. I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah Where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda S-O-D-A soda I saw the little wren sitting there on a log I asked him his name and in a raspy voice he said Yoda Y-O-D-A Yoda Yo-Yo-Yo 
This has been a Talkback Podcast.